Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast. Today is Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. Today we'll recap Game 5 of the World Series, and then we'll recap the NBA and NHL and soccer. Look ahead to everything today. We have college football. We have Thursday Night Football. We have some golf, news and notes, and best bet. We'll start with the World Series um, as it comes to a close. And the Rangers win Game 5 by a score of 5 nothing to win their first championship in franchise history. Um, amazing for Texas. It's been a long time coming. And this is the most unlikely World Series winner from like a preseason expectations and even for that matter, playoff expectations in a long time. Um, Nathan Navaldi got the win, Zach Gallon the loss, and getting the save for Texas was Josh Spores. And the funny thing is that Gallon was perfect through um, six innings, and then he just fell apart, or he had a no-hitter through six. That's what it was. So he finished six in the third innings, three hits in a run, a walk, and six strikeouts. He did everything he could to give the Diamondbacks a chance. And then it was um, Kevin Ginkle for Zona, an inning and two-thirds, a hit, two walks and a strikeout. Then Paul Sewell did an inning, five hits, four runs, and two strikeouts. He was awful. He was the LVP of the series. He was really bad in game one, which cost them no chance to win game one. And then he was awful in this game. And pretty much blew up. And then... Ovaldi, six eighties, four hits, no one runs, five walks, five strikeouts. Five walks were concerning, though, for Nate. And then Chapman, two-thirds of an inning, a walk, and a strikeout. They got concerned with Chapman. And then Spores finished off two and a third, a hit, and four strikeouts. As Texas would, its first World Series in franchise history. Um, the um, 2011 World Series will always haunt this franchise, but they can forget about that one as um, they finally get it done. Um, and the funny thing is that they did this without Jacob DeGrom, who was their big free agent signing this offseason. He's recovering from Tommy John surgery. They did this mostly without Max Scherzer. What saved them was going to get um, Jordan Montgomery at the trade deadline. Well, and Scherzer too, but Scherzer didn't work out. As he got hurt. And they get Jordan Montgomery at the deadline. They don't win without him. They sign Nathan Nivaldi, which was a very shrewd and excellent signing. Um, Corey Seager was their big fish signing, along with Marcus Simeon a couple of winters ago. And those two have worked out, obviously. Um, and the role players, uh, they have the catching platoon, which worked. Um, Nate Lowe at first base. Um, Josh Jung, one of the better rookies we have that's going to be better. Um, Adolis Garcia was somebody that really had a breakout October, but unfortunately got hurt during the series. So they did this without him, too. And Bruce Bochy, his fourth title, and that was a slam dunk hire. And some people were like, hmm. Old school guy. We'll see. But this worked out. And it couldn't have worked out any better for the Texas Rangers. 
Even the addition of Aroldis Chapman didn't blow up in their face like many thought it would, including yours truly. He got some big outs for them, especially tonight. And we were sitting here thinking, oh, he's going to implode in the playoffs and cost the team a series. And it's his second ring because he won with the Cubs in 2016. And it's Corey Seager's second ring because he won one with the Dodgers. Um, Bochy's fourth. Avaldi's second because he won one with the Red Sox. Max Scherzer, this is his second because he won one with the Nationals in 2019. So there's a lot of guys that were on this team that had experience in the past, which really helped Um. This team, Jordan Montgomery was in a lot of big games with the Yankees in the past. Um, although he's pitched um, much better with the Rangers than he did with the Yankees and the Cardinals, which helped his cause. Andrew Heaney has stepped up for them in the run. Um, so th- the Rangers have a lot to be proud of, and they are a worthy World Series champion in my mind. And their offense all season was a machine. They had pitching depth, which pretty much saved them. And even their bullpen, which had a ton of question marks, came through and got some big outs when it mattered the most. So, good job on Texas. And I did say that Texas-Baltimore um, series winner in the first round was going to be in the World Series, but I wasn't sure if they were going to win the World Series because we weren't sure who the National League was going to uh, be. So, um, and then let's go to Arizona. Uh, They have a lot to be proud of. Their season was absolutely a success, making the playoffs for the first time in a while. Uh, Tori Lovello did an outstanding job this year. Um, It's just that Texas was the better team, fair and square. Um, But Arizona... I think long-term could be a contender. Um, But they did catch some lucky breaks with the Dodgers. They sweeping the Dodgers and the Dodgers really not making the moves but put themselves over the top. And Philadelphia just choked at home in games six and seven. So um, give Arizona credit for taking advantage of those situations and getting themselves here. But I think that their road to get back is harder than Texas's because of the ability of those two teams to bounce back that they beat in the playoffs. San Diego's going to be better, you would think. And then, obviously, the Braves will be back. So, um, Corbin Carroll, long-term franchise player, certainly. Um, Zach Allen's an ace. They're going to keep him around. Brendan Fott had an outstanding playoffs. Merrill Kelly was really good in the postseason. Their bullpen got some big outs, except for Paul Seawald, ironically enough. And Seawald, obviously, they got from the Mariners at at the trade deadline. So, um, that is something interesting. Um, And the funny thing is that The Rangers lost 
102 games a couple years ago. That's just proof that a turnaround doesn't have to take that long. Like the Astros and the Cubs from several years ago. So um, that's another subplot that needed to be mentioned. How the Rangers lost 102 games a couple years ago. And now they're uh, the champs. Um, free agents, um, Jordan Montgomery's a free agent. Um, you know, there are going to be a ton of teams after him. Um, trying to think of any other free agents that are on, um, some of these teams. Um, Aaron Nola, but that's an NLCS team. But yeah, Jordan Montgomery um, is the one that jumps out to me the most in terms of big players on the uh, World Series teams. Oh. Lourdes Gurriel's another one. Um, so Gurriel's obviously that would be a big loss for um, Arizona. So um, a Chapman is another one. Texas. Um, Mitch Garver from the Rangers. Um, So, um, those are notable free agents, um, on the, uh, World Series teams. So, um, we're talking about the National League a little bit, and Arizona's tougher to get back. Um, Texas, I think, has an easier path to get back, um, and that's whether, uh, regardless of whether they sign Max Scherzer or not, um, and even Jacob DeGrom, whether he's back or not. I mean, they might need another pitcher. Maybe they do re-sign Jordan Montgomery. Um, they have the offense to do it. Um, their bullpen probably needs some more reinforcements, and you can't really rely on Chapman. So um, maybe they have got to improve their bullpen. But um, you would think... Um, it depends on Shohei Otani. If he leaves to goes to the National League, um, the Astros are a team obviously that's in decline, as we saw in the postseason, with how they lost that series against the Rangers. Um, the Mariners, they should be better. Um, Oakland's still going to be bad. The Angels are going to be awful, especially if they lose Otani. Trout could be on the trade block. Um, you think the Yankees are probably going to bounce back next year. And we didn't even talk about the Mets in the National League as a bounce-back team. They're in play to bounce back, absolutely. Um, so, bounce-back team in the American League, I'd say the Yankees. Um, you think the Blue Jays are going to still be in it. The Orioles, maybe they take a step back. Jack Flaherty's a free agent. Um, 
and you think that the Yanks are going to be better and the Blue Jays are going to be better, the Rays are not going to be better because they don't have McClanahan and Franco next year. And obviously um, those losses showed when they got swept by uh, your new World Series champs and the Rangers. Um, So they're not going to be as good. The Central, um, maybe the Guardians will be better with the new manager. Um, We always wait for the White Sox, but to me... Um, they can't be taken seriously. Uh, Minnesota will still be there. And maybe you got a big leap from the Tigers with their young prospects and, uh, who knows about the Royals. So, um, the Rangers obviously have an easier road back and I think that they're way more likely to return to the World Series than the Diamondbacks. Head to tonight's four-game window. Trailblazers over the Pistons, 110-101. Raptors over the Bucks, 130-111. Hawks over the Wizards, 130-121. Celtics over the Pacers, 155-104. Nets over the Heat, 109-105. Cavs over the Knicks, 95-89. Pelicans over the Thunder, 110-106. Rockets over the Hornets, 128-119. Timberwolves over the Nuggets, 110-89. Mavericks over the Bulls, 114-105. Jazz over the Grizzlies, 133-109. Warriors over the Kings, 102-101. And the Lakers over the Clippers, 130-125 in overtime. The Lakers and the uh, 11-game losing streak against the Clippers. I saw that last night, which was amazing, considering that LeBron's been on the Lakers for a while now. And I know he probably missed some of those games. But that's just stunning that they had lost 11 straight to the Clippers. And then on the flip side, Kawhi and Paul George probably missed half the di- those games. All right. Tonight's game, 7 o'clock, NBA TV, Raptors, Sixers. Um, so um, I have to make some adjustments here a little bit. Um with um, Philadelphia's potential new cast of characters. Um, And obviously no Harden. Um, So I project Philadelphia by 8, total 218 and 7.20. And we have here Philadelphia by 8.5, total 215.5. I like the over. Um, I think that Maxi and Embiid could help that and Siakam too. Um. Pistons, Pelicans. I have Pelicans 10.5, total 214, and it's 7.5 and 217.5. I like the under. Um, I think that the Pelicans' defense has been pretty good this year, and their offense has not. Um, and same for Detroit's offense. 9 o'clock, Magic Jazz. I pick them at 220 and 2 fifths, and it's Jazz by 1, total 221.5. Very close numbers. Um, 
slight under because the Magic's defense has been excellent this year so far. And 10 o'clock NBA TV, the rematch from the stunning result on TNT two nights ago, and that's Spurs Suns. I have Suns 13 total, 224 and 720s, but if Stephen Booker doesn't play, it'll be 7.5, and, and it is 8.5 and, and 225.5. And um, I'm going to lay it with the Suns if Booker plays. If Booker does not play... It's a slight under for me because of the lack of trust I have in either team's offensive booker isn't there. And by the way, the in-season tournament begins tomorrow, so at some point today I'll drop the uh, in-season tournament predictions show. Now I'll move on to the NHL. Um, We will recap from yesterday and look ahead to tonight's slate. Sabres over the Flyers 5-2, Stars over the Flames 4-3, Avs over the Blues 4-1, and the Ducks over the Coyotes 4-3 in overtime on a game winner by Troy Terry. As the Ducks come back from 3-2 down after they lose nothing lead. Um... All right, a lot of games tonight. Uh, 7 o'clock, you have Hurricanes Rangers from the Garden. Monster game. In my opinion, this is like a prove you're, you could be the best team in the division game for the Rangers. If they lose this game, it's like, yeah, uh, they took advantage of Connor McDavid and some overrated teams in the West. Um, but that's why there's a lot of pressure on the Rangers to come out and play well tonight. And are they favored? Yes. Slate favorites, minus 114. Canes are minus 105. Over under 5.5. Over is minus 118. Under is minus 104. Canes plus 1.5 is minus 260. Rangers minus 1.5 is plus 210. Um, I'm going to take Carolina because I'm... Uh, I know I've picked against the Rangers almost every time on the show. But they're due to lose. They've been playing so well. They've won five straight. If they win again here, then just can't go against them. But um, Carolina's awesome. And... Guess what? The Hurricanes, you could argue, need the game too because uh, they're too back of the Rangers right now. And the Rangers have a game in hand. So if the Rangers win this game, it is monstrous if they win this game. But first game back from the road trip doesn't always bowl well for the Rangers at home. So I'm giving the Canes at minus 105 to win at MSG. Um, Kings sends. Um. Kings minus 120 cents, even money over under 6.5. Overs minus 150, unders plus 122. Kings minus 1.5 is plus 198 cents, plus 1.5 is minus 45. I'm going to do a ballsy play. Kings regulation plus 120. And that's because the Sens um, is going through some turmoil right now. I just don't trust that. Um, Panthers, Red Wings. Panthers minus 115, Red Wings minus 104, over under 6.5. Overs minus 128, unders plus 102. Panthers minus one half is plus one ninety eight five. Red Wings plus one half is minus two forty. Um, the Red Wings are playing great hockey right now. Um, but the line's telling. Give me the Panthers minus one fifteen. Islanders Capitals. Isles minus one twenty six. Caps plus one hundred five. Over under five and a half. Overs minus one fourteen. Others minus one hundred six. 
Isles minus one half is plus one ninety eight. Caps plus one half is minus two forty five. I kind of like the over, even though um the under would be a Sorokin play, but I don't trust the Capitals goaltending. Lightning Blue Jackets. Lightning minus one sixty two. Blue Jackets plus one thirty two. Over under six and a half. Overs minus one twenty two. Unders even money. Lightning minus one half is plus one fifty. Blue Jackets plus one half is minus one eighty two. Um, Lightning slow start ish. Four, two, and three by their standards. Um, I'm going to take them to win in regulation at minus 105. 730 ESPN Plus in Hulu. Leafs Bruins. Pick them. Minus 110 each way. Over under five and a half. Over is minus 130. Under is plus 106. Leafs minus one half is plus two. Tony Bruins plus one half is minus 275. I'm taking the Leafs. There's a reason they're favored on the puck line. Um, and when is this Boston team going to start showing its true colors? Or they're just some regular season machine that chokes in the postseason. Um, 8 o'clock, Devils Wild. Devils minus 114, Wild minus 105, over under 6.5, overs minus 132, under plus 108. Devils minus one half is plus one ninety five. Wild plus one half is minus two forty. I'm taking New Jersey at minus one fourteen on the road to get within a point of the Rangers and maybe Carolina, depending on or with the possibility to get within a point of Carolina and the Rangers. Um, Stars Oilers at nine. Stars. I'm sorry, the Oilers are favored. Minus 150. The Stars are plus 125. Over on their 6.5. Over is minus 120. Under is plus one, or minus 102. Stars plus 1.5 is minus 194. Oilers minus 1.5 is plus 158. I'm taking Dallas plus 125. 10 o'clock. Canadians, Coyotes. Awful game. Arizona's minus 137. Montreal plus 114. Over on their 6.5. Over is minus 104. Under is minus 118. Habs plus 1.5 is minus 225. Coyotes minus 1.5 is plus 184. I like the under. Jets, uh, Golden Knights. That's a decent game. Vegas, minus 144. Jets, plus 120. Over, under, 5.5. Over is minus 134. Under is plus 110. Jets, plus 1.5 is minus 100. Vegas, minus 1.5 is plus 164. Um, under. Don't feel good about it, though. Um, Preds, Kraken. Two underachieving teams. Kraken, minus 118. Preds, minus 102. Over, under, 5.5. Over is minus 122. Under is even money. Preds plus one half is minus two fifty five. Kraken minus one half is plus two hundred five. Um, I'm gonna go with the under because it's a juicy sorrow play. Preds Kraken, or I'm sorry. Um, last but not least, I just did Preds Kraken. Last but not least, ten thirty Canucks Sharks. Vancouver minus two thirty. Oh my god, I can't believe Vancouver's that big of a favorite. The Sharks only have one point all season, so it makes sense. The Sharks are plus 188, over under 5.5, over is minus 140, under is plus 114. Vancouver minus 1.5 is plus 112, Sharks plus 1.5 is minus 134. The only play here for me is Vancouver minus 1.5 plus 112. So we'll do that. All right, now move on to soccer. We have a ton of results to go over for today and then look ahead to everything. Today in soccer. Um... We'll start with the MLS playoffs. Um, we forgot about this particular game. And that's Columbus over Atlanta 2-0. 
I apologize for not picking that game. Um, Cucho Hernandez scored both goals for Columbus. In the 46th minute before the break and then in the 51st minute as a penalty kick. So they lead 1-0 in the series. All right, Copa Italia results. Uh, Genoa over Regina, 2-1 in additional extra time. Parma over Lecce, 4-2. And Cagliardi over Udinese, 2-1 in additional extra time. All right, 1 o'clock today, you have Sassuolo and Spezia. Um, see if these games are posted here. Um... Yes. So Sula minus two forty Spezia six to one draw plus three forty. Oh, there's a reason to Sula's minus two forty. Under two and a half goals plus one oh eight. Four o'clock, uh Torino and Frosinone. Torino minus one sixty, Frosinone plus four seventy, draw plus two sixty. We'll go over two and a half goals at minus one oh eight. Um, all right, results from yesterday in the uh, Spanish Copa del Rey. Melilla over Naxara, 2-1. Rayo over Athletic Lugones, 6-0. Um, Badalona, Cadiz, 0-0 draw, but Cadiz advances 4-2 in penalties. Girona over Roque de Lepe, 2-1. Adi Alcaracan over Naval Carneno. 1-0. Valladolid over Santa Eulali, 5-1. Tenerife over Compostela, 1-0. Um, UCOM, Murcia, and Linares, 0-0 draw, but Linares advances 7-6 on penalties. Um, Laganes over Lunarnese, 2-0. Orbastro over Ponferdina, 1-0. Oswaga and FC... Cartagena, nil no draw, but Cartagena advances 3-2 on penalties. Celta Vigo over Sargano, 4-0. Sevilla over Quintana, 3-0. Lugo over Antonano, 1-0. Astorga over FC Andorra, 1-0. Uguez over Terrell, 1-0 in additional extra time. Arantino over Real Olives, 1-0. Aldense over Real JNCF, 3-2. Kayon over Ursaria 2-1. Um, Deportivo over Covadonga 3-1 in additional extra time. Sporting over Guajelo 3-0. Um, Zamora CF and Racing 2-2 draw, but Zamora advances 4-3 on penalties. Arandina over Murcia 1-0. Antiquera CF over Manchego 3-1. Baracaldo and Malaga, nil nil draw, but Malaga advances 4 2 on penalties. CD Turinalo over Real Huela, 1 0 in additional extra time. Orihuela and Gymnastic, nil nil draw, but Orihuela advances 6 5 on penalties. Salamanca over Granica Club, 2 0. Elke over Europa, 2 0. Mirandez over Utebo, 2 1 in additional extra time. Terrasa over Albacete, 1-0. Yaclano over Athletic um, 
Send Aquino 2 0 in additional extra time. Mallorca over CD Borio 4 0. Real Sociedad over Bunol 1 0. How about this? Getafe over um, Tardinta 12 0. Huesco over Aguilas 1 0. Andrax over Tarazona 3 2 in additional extra time. Racing Farrow over Marbella 3 1 in additional extra time. Real Oviedo over Manresa 2-1 in additional extra time. Batiste over Hernan Cortez 12-1. And Athletic over Ruby 2-1. All right, less games today, but a good handful. 2 o'clock, you have um, Sego Viana and Sisteo. I'm going to pull that up real quick. Um... Each team's plus 175. The draw's plus 190. Um, I'm going to go with the draw plus 190. Um, Chiclana and Villarreal. Villarreal minus 8,000. Chiclana 70 to 1. The draw 35 to 1. Over 3.5 goals plus 124. Arosa and Granada. Granada minus 800. Arosa plus 1,700. Draw plus 650. Over 3.5 goals plus 124. 3 o'clock. UD. Lagronas and Valencia. Valencia minus 460. Lagronas 10 to 1. Draw 5 to 1. I'm going to go over 3 and a half goals plus 116. Adsineta and Real Zaragoza. Um, Zaragoza minus 310. Adsineta plus 850. Draw plus 380. We're going to do over two and a half goals, minus 104. 330, Villanovense and Ibiza. Um, Ibiza plus 120, Villanovense plus 270, draw plus 290. I'm going to go with Ibiza plus 120. Um, Hercules and Burgos. Burgos minus 110, Hercules plus 310, draw plus 220. I'm going to go with Burgos minus 110. And at 4 o'clock, you have Dip, Maricha, and Alaves. Alaves minus 80, 100. Um, Maricha, 70 to 1. Draw 45 to 1. Um, I don't have the option to bet other things so far. It's a real good hold on that one. Um, the German DFB Pokal. Dortmund over Hoffenheim 1-0. Leverkusen over Sandhausen 5-2. Paderborn over Freiburg 3-1. Holstein Kiel and Magdeburg 3-3 draw, but Matterberg advances 4-3 on penalties. Nuremberg over Hansa Rostock 3-2 in additional extra time. Saarbrücken over Bayern 2-1. Hertha over Main Street 0. And Frankfurt over Victoria Köln. Two nil. Um, and then today we have Dutch Era Devisey, three o'clock Ajax and FC Voldendam. That's a rare um Dutch game. Um, for a Thursday Ajax. Minus 550, Voldemort 9 to 1, the draw is 550. 
Ajax is last in the league, and FC Voldendam is 16th. We're going with the draw, plus 550. That's crazy. Okay, now move on to college football. Um, we'll recap the games from yesterday and look ahead to a three-pack tonight, which is better than a two-pack. So a little bit of action last night. Just want to quickly pull up the results. Um, Bowling Green over Ball State, 24-21, and Akron over Kent State, 31-27. And then three tonight, 7 o'clock on Fox Sports 1, Big 12 matchup, TCU, Texas Tech. Um, my projection is Texas Tech by a half, total 53 and 9 tenths, and Texas Tech is favored in the game. Looks like by three and a half or three. Three, total 59 and a half. Um, so, I'm going to take the under for the game. Um, I just think that the um, offenses um, are going to do some running, and uh, that's a high number for those two teams. 7.30 of ESPN and, and on ESPN, uh, Wake and Duke. Um, eight and a half I have for Duke, total 43 and 17 20th, and it's 12 and a half and 44 and a half. Um, I know Wake has a ton of injuries, but I'm going to take them to cover the point spread here. And then, last but not least, ESPN 2, South Alabama, Troy. I have Troy 7.5, total 49.3, and it's 3.5 and 44.5. Um, I'm going to take the over. I think that the total is extremely low for offense as good as South Alabama's. I know Troy's defense is really good, but even 26-23 final is an over. So, I like the over in South Alabama, Troy, for sure, tonight. All right, Thursday night football. All of a sudden, a very interesting game. Game that didn't look interesting maybe a week ago, but it looks more interesting now. Um, Titans, Steelers. Will Levis making his second career start on a short week against Kenny Pickett, who returns from the injury that he sustained last week. I think Pittsburgh could have won that game last week if he didn't get hurt because Trubisky just stinks. Um my projections here is Pittsburgh 6.5, total 38. Um, no Ryan Tannehill for Tennessee. Not that big of an adjustment. But Minka Fitzpatrick and Pat Fryermuth are out for Pittsburgh. Jeffrey Simmons and DeAndre Hopkins are questionable. That's a big deal. But hopefully for Tennessee's sake, they'll play, especially Hopkins. And Pittsburgh's only giving 2.5, totals 36.5. Um, I'm going to lay the 2.5 with the Steelers. Um that's extremely low. Um, I think that um, Will Levis is getting a lot of hype after that great performance. Um, I also could see where he just regresses to the mean. Remember Daniel Jones came out and balled out in his first career start against the Bucks in a game that the Giants probably should have lost because Tampa missed a field goal at the end of the game? Well, Will Levis with that big performance reminded me of that Daniel Jones performance 
But it could be the other way where it's a wow and it's like, okay, we have our quarterback. So it could go both ways here. But I'm going to you know, ride with Pittsburgh. If Even if this goes to three, I'd lay it because um, Cam Hayward's back. TJ Watt's still there as far as I'm concerned. And um, I know Mink is missing, which will potentially bode well for Will Levis. But um, I do think Pittsburgh's the better team. And I think that uh, TJ Watt's going to have a big game. So I'm going to lay the points with the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, golf. Um, We are going to go over the current leaderboard for the WWT Championship. Um, Except um, there's no leaderboard to speak of. My bad. So um, I think it goes off in Pacific time. So we're just going to look at the odds to win the tournament. It's actually live right now, but there we have no updates. Um, so Ludwig Aberg is a nine to one favorite. Everybody loves Ludwig Aberg. Um, Cam Young's ten to one. Seth Thigley is fourteen to one. Jaeger's twenty five. Bill Hostler's twenty five. Lucas Glover's thirty three. As is Keith Mitchell at thirty five. The one you have: Luke List, Ashk Bahita, Chasen Headley, Thomas Dietrich, JJ Spawn, Emiliano Griot. Davis Riley's 33, Lucas Herbert's 35. At 45, the one you have Camp Champ, Davis Thompson, Justin Sue, Chris Goddard's 55, as well as Taylor Pendrith and Andrew Pontman. 65, the one is Matt Kuchar, Martin Laird, Kyungu Lee, Mark Hubbard. 70 to 1, Taylor Montgomery, Callum Tyron, Doug Gibb. 75, the one, Harry Hall, Nick Hardy, Brandon Wu. 80 to 1, Peter Quest, Michael Kim. 90 to 1, Eric Van Roy and Adams Fevson. Sam Ryder, that was my pick. Vincent Whaley, Austin Smotherman, 100 to 1. MJ Doffey, Ben Griffin, 90 to 1 as well. And then the and then it gets wonky at 100 to 1. And Grayson Seek and guys like that. So, um, Tyler Duncan's 120 to 1. That's valuable. Trey Merritt's 120. Hayden Buckley's 120. Will Gordon, 120. So there's some decent golfers you can find value with. Carson Young, 170 to 1. But yeah, I love finding value. In the non-popular golf tournaments where um, bigger names don't try. And these um, big underdogs are just cash for you. So, um, and I don't mean not try. Part of me just thinks that uh, they don't take this one seriously. As say, like, obviously the Masters or the PGA Championship or the Open or something like that. All right, now move on to the news and notes for today. Um, we have some things to talk about. Um, so we'll talk James Harden first. Um, he will. He did not debut against the Lakers, and his first game with the Clippers could be as soon as Monday at Madison Square Garden against the Knicks, which kind of would be poetic. And he's going to be booed by all the Knicks fans. And they'll be chackling him. And then James Harden will not speak to Daryl Morey. He hasn't spoke to Morey in months. He doesn't intend to speak to him ever again. Oh, my God. That falling out must have been ugly. He must be so happy to be out of Philadelphia.
But I think Maury was right to trade him. He's just a player past his prime who's not awesome anymore. Derek Rose to miss a week with knee soreness. That is not good for Memphis. Um, with Jaw out, and they're all in five. Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler were not healthy. Um, they did play against the Nets, but those injuries obviously um, played a factor. Um, the NBA says that the Spurs didn't foul KD as L2M report explains Trey Jones made Marginal contact before Keldon Johnson steal and game winner. Wow. That was obviously the controversial Spurs win on Tuesday night on TNT. Um, so, it looks like DeAndre Hopkins is going to play tonight, which is good. Um, sad news in college basketball. Bob Knight passes away at the age of 83. Three NCAA titles with Indiana. Awful news. Rest in peace, Bob Knight. Legendary coach. One of the best to ever do it. Thoughts and prayers to Indiana and his family, his friends. Just sad news coming down yesterday. Um, the WNBA out on Portland. As the league has deferred expansion to city. Due to questions around the Moda Center renovations. Hmm. Back to football. It looks like that the Raiders are benching Jimmy Garoppolo and going with Aiden O'Connell. Um, that's not surprising considering the uh they cleaned house. And we'll see how O'Connell looks against the Giants. Um has a chance to do well, considering that the Giants trade away Leonard Williams and their defense obviously is worse without him. Um, Darren Waller can miss a couple weeks. So, obviously the hamstring injury and he misses his return to uh, Vegas. Um, the Padres took out $50 million loan as they address short-term cash flow issues for obligations, including player payroll. Yikes. And the World Series MVP was Corey Seager. Didn't deservingly so. He had so many big home runs in the series. And he was just their best player. So it's not surprising. Um, the Ottawa Senators fired GM Pierre Dorian after eight seasons. That... Um, was a long time coming. Um, Dorian's made so many bad trades over the years, but there's some trades he actually won. Like he did win. Look now, looking back, the Eric Carlson trade when he traded uh, Carlson to San Jose. He's hit on some draft picks, of course. Brady Kachuk among them, and he said some good things. But um, there's been a lot of misses too, and um, the the ownership. In Ottawa, that took over for Melnick to not hire Pierre Dorian. So it's not surprising that they fired Pierre Dorian. I think the coach might be next, honestly. DJ Smith, who's been there a very long time. 
for a Senators coach. So we'll see what happens with Ottawa long term. But like I said, I'm not surprised by that at all. And then the Senators lose their first round pick because of their role in the voided Evgeny Dadanov trade from Vegas to Anaheim. Yikes. That's probably what was the uh the the final nail in the coffin for Dorian. Nicholas Backstrom is stepping away due to a hip injury as he's going to take some time. Um, That's a big veteran loss for the Capitals right there, and that's someone that's really had a fabulous career. Then the Liga news, um, Rodrigo signs Madrid extension. He agrees to a new deal through 2028, so that is big for Madrid right there. All right, last but not least, my best bet of the day brought to you by FanDuel. Um, So, there's not a ton that I love for best bet, per se, in terms of the NBA. Um, I mean, there are some hockey ones I liked a lot. Um, and part of me wants to go with an underdog in hockey because it's just hard to pick. And I do not think Connor McDavid is back for the Oilers. And um, the Oilers right now have five points, and they're that big of a favorite against a team that's lost in regulation only once this year. Half unit... On the Dallas Stars, plus 125 at Edmonton for my best bet of the day. All right, so that's it for the show. I'll be back tomorrow for the Big Friday show. So we're looking forward to that with um, the Fab Five. And then um, tonight at some point, I'm going to drop the NBA in-season tournament preview and predictions show. Have a good night, everybody.